Time for rolling. The right targets. That is one trade. T Tigers is still pretty healthy. Tries to jump in. He finds one. This is a big turnaround for Liberation X. They might get the third. They might find an ace here. On to Lost Boy Top. Surrey Strike. It's not oh. enough. He goes down. He might go for Donna Twips. He's going to get one. He's got to get two. Lost Boy Top. Oh, Lost Boy Top. He does it. He gets the two versus one turnaround under the turret. He lives too. Welcome to Time for Rolling Esports, the weekly podcast that brings you Vainglory Esports. From predictions to recaps and analysis, we present to you the best in professional Vainglory. Now, here's your hosts, Inglis and Krugsloth. It's Time for Rolling Hey, how's it going, everyone? It's Endless here. Before we get into today's show, uh, I'm going to tell you about some sponsors and friends of ours over here at Time for Rolling Esports. Really great people. Uh, the first group I want to talk about is Mobile Esports. This company is a company that focuses on all things mobile gaming. They run community events, they run tournaments, all based around mobile titles like Critical Ops, Clash Royale, and of course, Vainglory. They are just now starting to get into Vainglory. This will be their first tournament on December 9th. It's going to be a small tournament on that Saturday. Um, it's going to be a fun time. We're really excited to get Mobile Esports uh, more involved in Vainglory uh, as I personally believe Vainglory is one of the biggest uh, mobile titles out there. So, uh, you know, make sure you can follow them on Twitter, you know, at esports underscore mobile, or you can go to their webpage, mobileesports.org. Uh, you can check out their webpage. They have a lot of great things there. Um, they're just really great company, and I cannot wait to get them more involved in Vainglory. Of course, on their website, you can find their other tournaments if you are interested in, like Critical Ops, Clash Royale, uh, those type of titles. Uh, you know, they'll be expanding to other games as well. Once more, uh, great mobile titles like maybe, you know, Rules of Survival. Uh, I know a lot of uh, a lot of the Vainglory community right now is playing that game. Uh, another great friend of ours here at Time for Rolling Esports is uh, the North American Champions League. Uh, you know, the NACL is one of the best tournaments in uh, the Bangalore community right now, run by some great people. You know, this league has been, you know, running for multiple seasons. It has given teams like, of course, Vision Gaming the chance to get their start, you know, to get some attention and uh, a place for them to try to reach that Bangalore 8. So, of course, if you have a team that you think uh, can compete well, maybe uh, go ahead and uh, follow them at NA Champ League, and also you can subscribe to their YouTube and Twitch. Keep up with them there, and maybe you can sign up your team in the in the future tournaments that will be happening. So, uh, NA Champ League, really excited also to be doing a lot of things with them. Uh, that is all we have when it comes to sponsors and friends. Uh, this episode is going to be awesome, fun time, a lot of great conversation. Hey, how's it going, guys? Endless55 here, and welcome to Time for Rolling Esports, episode 61. Uh, this is our second episode of our mini-series we are doing with uh, Forever and VG Pro. We are going to uh, bring on a bunch of great community members uh, from the Vainglory world, uh, talk about the picks, fill out the, the VG Pro bracket, and you know discuss groups, what we're excited to see, teams that we uh, 
hope to win, teams that may uh, be an underdog. And on this episode, we are joined with uh, Brad from Shattered the Vein. How's it going, man? Hey, what's up? Good to be here. I forgot to introduce my co-host, Kurt Soth. How are you? Oh, yeah. Don't just don't worry about me. I'll just be hanging out here in the background. <laughs> it's going pretty good. Uh, how are things over there at uh, Shadow of the Vein? Going well? Yeah, going well. I uh, haven't dived too much into these brackets or anything like that, so it's uh, nice to talk to you guys about it. Yeah, you, your, uh, your bracket so far is one of the most entertaining ones I've seen circling around on Twitter, so I'm definitely excited. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> definitely excited to hear you uh, chat about these teams. Um, you know, Worlds is going to be super fun. Uh, 2016 was a fun time seeing all the regions kind of come together. I think 2017 is going to be even more hype. Uh, so we're definitely excited to get as many people on to kind of build the hype for uh, Worlds. Uh, you're not going to be attending, are you? No, I won't be there. Okay, fair enough. I was hoping I'd be able to talk Sadly, to Sadly, neither will we. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping to talk to someone that is making that trip and be able to if be jealous. If Super Evil wants to fly me out, I'll, I'll pack up my bags and go next uh, week. Right. That's fine. <laughs> I'll make sure to tag them and let them know. Maybe uh, <laughs> they'll hear that. Uh, but let's go ahead and dive into some of this conversation then. We're going to fill out the bracket with him as we go through this episode. Um, right away, we'll start with Group A. Let's go ahead and discuss this. When the when the drawing kind of happened, this was quote-unquote the easy group. Cloud9 was going to have the easy route to that first place. Um, the group A is Cloud9, Red Candice, which is now Team Pain, I believe, and uh, Elite mm -hmm. 8. That is the order you have them. So why don't you go ahead and break down your group A picks? Uh, well, yeah, I guess just you know, being from NA, got to go Cloud9 because I, uh, I do see them going here pretty far in this. Uh, Elite 8, I've, I've talked to people about them, and I kind of I know a, a little bit of what they can do, but I don't... I don't know if they're going to make it. And then Team Pain here. I'm just going for like an underdog pick here. I think the Brazilian team here, I think they can do something that maybe people aren't uh, ready for. And they're just offering something a little different outside of the normal meta. So that was that was my thought here. And that's kind of why I'm dropping Elite Eight. I think uh, I think they're going to perform really well, but I think maybe they're uh, they're going in with high expectations. Yeah, I think uh, Team uh, Pain now they you know they've dominated that that region. They've been a really mm -hmm. strong team. So I I have the same as you do for Group A. I've been seeing a lot of Elite Eight and Number Two, but I I really think uh, you know Team Pain will do a pretty good job there. So Group A it's pretty set in stone. I think for Number One, I really really expect Cloud Nine just to kind of dominate. Uh, group B, on the other hand, let's go over and look at that. We have, you know, the EU region with G2. We have uh, EA with Detonation Gaming, and then the last team that final uh, that had finished for Worlds was Team Kraken. They had uh, got that spot in the China region. Um, so your your Group B is a little different than most. You have Team Kraken at the top, Detonation, and then G2. Uh, why don't you go ahead and discuss your thought behind Group B? It's pretty pretty interesting. <laughs> sure, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I know Team Kraken was the last one to get in here. I think I'm kind of just picking this based on the name a little bit. I just think it'd nice. be fun for the, the scene and I guess the community like rooting for Team Kraken. Um, that's that's kind of my thought here. I don't I don't honestly know much about them and haven't 
really play. Right. So I know. Um, hey, if you want to win that iPhone X, you gotta you gotta pick some upsets, you know. So exactly, I'm, I'm yeah. Against this. <laughs> uh, and then detonation. I'm talking last week on last week's episode of the podcast. Uh, they're just we're talking about the EU region and uh, or EA re- region, sorry. And just sounds like you know those teams are just going to perform really well. And I think detonation has this. And then G two, you know, they played really well all of last split, and you know they're performing. But we do often joke a lot about uh, EU teams and the NA scene and just like kind of just falling short. I, I think they're going to put up a good fight, but I just don't think they're there yet. I don't think they can pull it out. Uh, no disrespect to them or the players there. I just uh, think they're up for a challenge here. And they're probably the team I don't think is going to make it out. Yeah, the the EU region had that huge competition towards the end. Their last series, we saw uh, their last split. We saw the G two versus SK. Do you think G two is the best team to represent EU, or were you maybe more of a SK fan, hoping that Cavalifar and his team would get into the worlds? Um, yeah, I think they do love the players or the, the names in the SK team. I feel like are uh, just more a little more well known. So I was rooting for them a little more, and you know, I've been watching them play, uh, but. Yeah, so same with G2, like they've had a great roster as well. But I was kind of on the SK side, and I think they were, uh, I guess, showing maybe maybe their skill or just knowledge of the hero pool a little better than G2 there was. Right. Yeah, you weren't the only one on the SK train, trust me. (laughs) All right, so moving into like our our group C here, we got Imputiny, Rocks Armada, Tribe. You have... Imputiny one, Rocks Armada two, and then Tribe not making it. You want to break down that a little bit and your thought process on that? Yeah, so Tribe, um, like those guys did perform here at the end, you know, beating out Rogue. Um, but I think they're up for the, the hardest challenge here going into the world. So I just think they're going to drop it. Um, if it would have been Rogue, I might have picked them just because fan of them, uh, maybe a little more than Tribe, just as a personal pick. but. I think going up against Rocks Armada and Unity, I think that that group is super hard. Whatever third team would have been in there, if it was even Cloud9 or TSM, I think it would have been really hard. Right. Rocks Armada being a team with Druid, who's been, you know, like kind of sick. Rocks Armada's roster has been kind of shaky. Um, So you have them at second. So do you think that Druid's going to come out as strong as he has in the past and be that dominating laner we've seen? Or do you think Rocks is going to have maybe maybe struggle in worlds compared to what they've used to? Um, I do think they're going to come out big. I don't think anyone in the EA side either, they don't, they don't slack off when they need to perform. So they're going to come in and just still just show that, you know, being sick or down, like doesn't matter to them. Plus anyone playing on that EA side just has the advantage for the time zone and they don't have to adjust to anything here. So it's going to be tough for a lot of the NA teams, especially to get onto that, uh, that time zone and kind of switch to that. They're going to be kind of burnt out, I think. This is why we have you on. We have not discussed the time difference yet. That's that's <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. good thinking. There is going to be a little, maybe a little jet lag going on some of these NA players. Because right. I feel like uh, I was watching um, Flash's stream the other day, and I think he said he gets in like the day before. Or he has like one day or two days before, oh, and yeah. just talking about the flight, he's like, it's an eighteen-hour flight for them. You know, they're coming uh, pretty far from Vegas there. So, yeah, I think a lot of the players. 
the N8 players especially haven't had to travel that far for an event right. before. <laughs> right. Yeah, so our last group, Group D, we have, you know, maybe the, they, they're calling the Group of Death. You have Ace Gaming, Team Silhamid, and Hunters, and you actually have them in that order. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Ace Gaming, they look pretty strong. Uh, I don't know how much you've been able to watch of them, but uh, Team Solomid, you think those will be the two to, to advance out of that group then? Yeah, I, like I haven't watched a lot of Ace Gaming. I've heard people talk about them, heard their performance and how, how well they've been doing. So I think they, I think they do come out ahead here. Um, TSM, right. you know, they can show up and they perform really well. Uh, they're really good at being aggressive and kind of showing their dominance. So I think that's what they're going to have to do, especially with Von C out there. Like they're either kind of all in and that's it. Like they need to go strong. <laughs> Otherwise they, uh, right. they fall, they fall a little. Um, and then hunters, uh, you know, queen's not there, but queen hadn't been maybe performing at the top level. And she's kind of, I think she's the coach right. now, if I'm correct on that. So she, she, yeah, she, she thinks she she's like in charge of the China, like the esports thing out there for all scene. of England yeah. or something okay so she was yeah and she was helping with hunters even after she stepped away so right. i just think this roster is maybe not as in sync as something like tsm going into worlds but that's why i just think they're gonna they're gonna drop out here yeah ace and team Solomid, the two teams that really a lot of people are saying uh are gonna go get out of that group um obviously a lot of na the bias a lot of people are saying tsm will get out but it's it's pretty split i feel like between ace and team Silamid. another big topic mm -hmm. was you know group d was of course the group of death whoever tsm is they kind of feel like that's the group of death especially with ace but you know a lot of people think that uh impunity is stronger than hunters and like with rocks and tribe right. always playing so well on stage a lot of people were saying group c probably was just as strong with group of death do you do you think group c may be more competitive in group d um yeah i think so i think uh group c is going to be the one to watch because tribe i think they're also the maybe the unknown one in here a little more mm -hmm. they could either you know they were playing like we said really good there at the end and you know they came and knocked uh, rogue out so they could come in just with that fire and want to show up you know tribe did pay a lot for these players so they are great players so they, they must be doing something yeah. right uh dnzo you know that, that get a little 15 year old spitfire up there on stage you really never know what's going to happen with him and uh speaking of spitfire his scarf gameplay is probably one mm -hmm. of the best out there so who knows he may sit on that scarf and just pull it out and absolutely run to run to the champions with that scarf pick so that'll be yeah, exciting he gets, to see he gets that live the live finals buff All kind right. of thing they say the live the live event buff all right, so that is uh, the groups uh, for Brad's picks. I'll review them one more time. Group A is Cloud9 and uh, Team Pain. Group B is Kraken and then Detonation. C is Impunity, Rocks Armada. And Group D is Ace and Team Soul Mid. I am excited to see how the quarterfinals actually match up. Let's go ahead and move on. Uh, I will m tackle match one and two. Match one, unfortunately, holy crap, I'm seeing this for the first time, people. You're getting my live reaction. Is Cloud9 versus Team Soul Mid. Uh, this is a matchup that some people have as their finals, and right. <laughs> Brad has been blessed with the opportunity to pick this as a quarterfinal matchup. <laughs> so where are we going with this matchup? Uh, yeah, even like picking my groups, I went, I went back. I was like, oh, do I see this playing out here on the second day? Like, is this 
what it's going to come down to. And I, I played with a couple of scenarios, but I felt like this just made the most sense. I, you know, both teams coming out first in their group seems unlikely, um, honestly. And I think, uh, you know, facing up here in the quarterfinals uh, will, you know, I think it'll just be the most hyped quarterfinals, keep the momentum going. And I do think Cloud9 pulls this out. They just have, they're just, they're, they are just a better team overall. Like they have a larger hero pool, a little more knowledge, and they've been playing together for so long. Yeah, I think they're just the best team right now. Yeah, they're they're consistent. I feel like that's the thing TS, TSM's going to prove is uh, they've they've kind of been inconsistent when it comes to these live events. They kind of fall short. And Cloud9, they get together and they just absolutely run the table. So a lot of people think that Cloud9 is going to go for that third championship. So uh, I I kind of agree with that pick. I'm not going to reveal too much about what my picks are, but I, <laughs> I like that pick, Cloud9. Match two for you, though. Uh, Impunity versus Detonation. Uh, for me, this matchup for me personally would be more of a toss-up. I'd have to go with just the strong EA region of Detonation, but I want to know what is your thought process about who's going to be able to take match two and get to the semifinals? Uh, yeah, this was a kind of, like you said, the crap joke. There's kind of a, more of a coin toss here. I was just kind of thinking... I think that nation is going to put up a bit big fight, but I think they're going to underestimate impunity a little bit, and they may show up here with um, some unique picks. Because if you get to this corner finals, this is probably where you're going to see maybe some of those like off-meta pickups to throw the teams off. Um, if you're feeling a little confident in your matchup yeah. and just kind of want to show something different, so detonation may they could even try this and and fail and not and kind of underestimate impunity. All right, I like that impunity right. train. Got to ride that impunity train. I like that. <laughs> so moving on to our third quarterfinals matchup, you have it's going to be Team Kraken up against Rocks Armada. Uh, Team Kraken, you actually had coming out in first from Group B. Uh, Rocks Armada was coming out a second out of Group C. Uh, how do you see this one playing out? Uh, I got to give it to Rocks Armada. Like they, like we were saying with Druid, and they're just such a strong team overall. I think they they take them down here and kind of just show like. Hey, maybe maybe groups we were kind of warming up, but now we're serious. <laughs> oh man, I was hoping you were gonna ride out that team cracking all the way. I <laughs> yeah, was, I oh, thought man. about it just for just for the <laughs> fun of it. But yeah. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Uh with five e five coming out, I think the Kraken's gonna hang out around the house and fold in that three v three. So I thought, you know, this would be a good time for that team to pay tribute to the Kraken and all the turrets uh she's destroyed. So I, I really <laughs> appreciate that uh Chinese team coming in with that name. It's it's pretty amazing. Um but yeah, you know, I agree with you, Rocks. I don't think they're really going to be around to mess around, or not going to be in, in the worlds to mess around. They definitely want right. to be able to repeat back to back. It's a lot of pressure for them. I don't know if you if you think that will affect them. It's not the same team, but you know, Rocks is the defending uh, the defending champions. They did win last year. Yeah, they have. So they have the pride. They also like they've been playing for so long. Not not if they weren't together, but the players themselves, and so they they know the game inside and out and they've dedicated so much time playing probably way more hours than anyone here on the NA side has as well. Oh, easily. All right. So for our final one, then we have the, uh, one of the, I guess, you know, you could say powerhouses, ACE gaming going up against the red candids or, well, I guess team pain now. Uh, but, uh, you have ACE gaming moving on. You think that'll be a pretty easy matchup for ACE or do you think it's going to be a little bit more contested? 
Yeah, so Team Pain getting out of groups, uh, it will be a struggle for them against the Elite Eight, but I think when they do go have to face Ace, this is an easy win for Ace. Like, right. Team Pain, like we said, they're a great team in the Brazilian esports uh, there, but it's just not going to match up. Like, they're just going to, it's going to, I just have a feeling it's going to look sad watching this game. (laughs) It very well could. Yeah, Ace Gaming. uh, I'm excited to see how they do. You know, we saw them against mobile or in the mobile Masters with TSM when TSM like absolutely dominated and won those seven games in a row. So um, I was surprised to see TSM play so well against Ace. Granted, things have changed for Ace already. But, you know, that's one thing I'm looking forward to. I don't know if uh, you've thought about this at all, but, you know, if TSM comes in and plays well like they did in that Mobile Masters, I get that it's a different format, but TSM could could get that momentum going and absolutely just run through everyone. True, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, TSM is going to be definitely a lot of eyes around them. I kind of I kind of feel for them. They've had so many eyes on them. They are like the quote-unquote, no, I would, I would say fan favorite. I feel like a lot of people root for TSM. Um, but yeah, those are your quarterfinal picks. Cloud9, Rocks, Impunity, and Ace are moving on to the semifinals. That leads up to some pretty insane semifinals. Uh, match number one is Cloud9 versus Impunity. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think I know what you're going to go with. Uh, I'm going to let you tell everyone, though. Spoil- I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, I'm going to go with Cloud9 here. I think if uh, Impunity beats Detonation, they've shown all their cards and they, uh, you know, they're going to be, I think, just tired and just not up to what Cloud9 can dish out at them. Yeah, that's one thing we've already kind of discussed <laughs> is that if Cloud9 has this easy of a, a group stage, they're not going to have to show any of their secrets. They're just going to be right. able to sit back, you know, throw out their normal picks. And then, yeah, the quarterfinal, Cloud9 going against TSM, like they, they know that matchup, so they, they need to try, but you might not see that crazy stuff. And this is where I think Cloud9 semifinals Punity will try those strange picks. And, you know, if it's like a Captain Rhyme or things like that, this will come out just to like flash their cards a little bit. Right. Crew, do you want to go ahead and do match two? Yeah, I could do that. Sure. All right, cool. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, for the second semifinals here, we got Rocks Armada going up against Ace Gaming. This will be a pretty intense matchup. Uh, Do you want to tell the the listeners who you have coming out of this one? Uh, Yeah, so here I'm going Rocks Armada versus over Ace Gaming. This this is going to be a great, I think, series. I think it's going to go to the to the max number of games. And I just think this is going to be a lot of back and forth because these two teams do know each other pretty well. And yeah, it's going to, it's going to be a bloodbath, I think, <laughs> but yeah. it, rocks Armana, I think comes out ahead here. Uh, just, I think they, they have the stronger players and I think they'll, they'll just be riding that momentum um, from the quarterfinal. Yeah. The interesting thing is when you look at the last season for EA, just how chaotic that region was, you know, we had like, gg new type or the second or something that was like one of the team names for ea they were like ahead of rocks armada like they i mean we're not going to see them at worlds but rocks had struggled so much obviously dealing with player changes all that kind of stuff and now you know we see them just in worlds with their roster ready to go i i'm Mm -hmm. pretty terrified to see if they truly are just going to be able to just come out playing like they've been playing together 
forever. Like it's just it's gonna be interesting to see if that affects them. I know we've already talked about it a little bit, but I'm still you know I'm still questioning is Druid gonna be able to do it? Yeah. Uh, I think I think they got it here. Yeah, Rock's coming in with this big organization. Uh, they're representing them. They're definitely going to be able to make them proud. But Cloud9 versus Rocks going into the finals. NA versus uh, EA. You know, we saw this matchup kind of in 2016. So let's replace Cloud9 with TSM. TSM came into that matchup major underdog. Rocks was not, or Armada, sorry, Phoenix Armada was dominating everyone at this point. You know, this matchup could be the exact opposite. We'll see if Rox is the... You think Rox will be the underdog in this matchup? Um, I think so. I think a lot of people probably have Cloud9 going all the way here, and even, even winning them here, that's kind of who I'm going with. Not a little bit on the NA pride, because I want to see Cloud9 right. win. Uh, but I do think they have the slight upper hand, like we were saying earlier. Like These players are the best in the region these three players together um and we've seen them just continue to play great every split every season and basically never never faltering like they, they don't mess around when they get out there so i think they pick up the win over on over rocks here all right so that's two in a row to uh back to back for our first two episodes of this series has been cloud nine champion uh i'm gonna take you back real quick i'm gonna put you on the spot let's go back to the group stages if you have to pick one team underdog quote unquote underdog maybe one of your third place teams who do you think has the best chance to just come in on fire and maybe make it to that late semifinals even final stage um i i would i'd have to give it to tribe I think we were saying like the D'Enzio kind of buff he gets and just talking about how these players are, they are top tier players. So right. I think yeah. that's would be my underdog pick just to kind of blow out this whole bracket and mess the whole thing up for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I have seen a couple of uh, those tribe fans putting them in as uh, their champion. Um, another one of our questions we like to ask our guests for this series is, a hero based if there's any particular hero you want to see come out that absolutely dominates you know someone that we don't see in our solo queue tiers whatever uh, we may be at but is there any hero particularly you want to see these teams adapt and play really well in this and the world's uh, the world's all the games particularly well i have a feeling like lorelei is probably going to be a pretty top pick or uh even a band pick so we're probably gonna see a lot of her and i don't I don't see her a ton playing in solo queue. Like it's either uh, once in a while she'll go as that carry and just dominate. And you're like, Oh my God, why isn't everyone playing her? So I think we may see more of her getting played. And because we didn't have um, a Bangalore eight, we, as I guess the average players don't know how we perform like teams. So I think Lorelai is going to be this big pickup. She's the great unknown. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's kind of like what Flickr was in the 2016, but yeah, we yeah. <laughs> probably won't see any flicker, but you never never know, right? Yeah, you have uh, you know Flash X out there, and he is the one person that mm-hmm. believed in flicker. So who knows if he will pull that out again? That's the thing I'm probably most excited about is just to see 
I mean, we, we get to see it each split during the seasons, whether it's spring, summer, autumn. Like, we get to see some people pull out, you know, unknown, weird comps. But I feel like in Worlds, when there's a situation like this, when teams really want to try to, you know, have these off-meta picks that they dominate with, I think that's what I'm most excited about is just seeing the diversity. Like, I, I truly think we'll maybe see almost every hero. Like, I really think Saw will definitely be pulled out. Definitely with DNZO. You know. oh, oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah, so that's the thing. Probably one of the things I'm most excited about. The thing that I think everybody is most excited about, right before the Grand Finals take place, we will have the showcase of 5v5. I'm interested, B-Rad. What is the thing you're most excited about? What is something you want to see with 5v5 in the future of Vainglory? Well, I know they just tweeted out this little fact about the jungle shops and mm. something about like items getting airdropped down. Yeah. And it sounds like you might be able to steal these items. Like, I don't know if it was like a, you know, player, the battleground unknown kind of like drop box. Like this package comes down and it's going to have an item or a health thing. Like that wasn't really clear what that was. So I'm interested to know what that is and how that maybe changes it up just from a jungle shop or uh you know, a, a buff you might find or something like that. From what I understood, they made it sound like that it was like a high-priced item that could like help change the flow of the game, If but you have to have enough gold to buy it. Like, they won't just drop down like a weapon blade. That's kind of how I understood it. Maybe I'm yeah. wrong on that, but like... No, yeah, exactly. Like, so what, but what does that mean? Is that a new item? Is it an item yeah, you yeah, need? True, Is it kind of just a, a buff that your team's going to get? I don't know. The he, unknown is killing me. Yeah, because that like I've talked about this before, and these games still need to last around twenty minutes. They can't. They can't creep over that thirty minutes. So they need stuff like maybe these buffs that drop out, especially as it gets later when your team has the money. Like whoever gets this, you can pick it up and win the game off of it. Yeah, I mean, I wonder if it's going to be like if you're building towards that breaking point, like the game knows you are and it'll drop it for you. That way you don't have to like go home to buy it or if it's going to be completely random. Um, but, you know, if, if the team gets a, a team wide, let's say it's a team wide, you know, weapon power buff, you know, that's going to be huge. Uh, for them to, mm -hmm. you know, maybe push and win. But that's, you know, the big topic we, a lot of people have been discussing whether or not uh, they want to see this new game mode be long, short, stay the same as 3v3 or be a little longer. Uh, you, you think that it's really crucial for them to stick with that mobile, you know, on the go, quicker game style? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it needs to still be short. There are multiple times when I those are playing iPad runs out of battery because it's like the fourth game or something like that so if it if that happens and each game's 35 40 minutes like you're just gonna have to charge your device too often um, and probably not play as much unless you are playing with your when you're plugged in but you know a lot of those devices do get hot you gotta get those you know? portable chargers Brad. I know. <laughs> portable chargers, man. they save me all right, so the last thing real quick. Uh, anything you are excited about, anything you would like to hint at when it comes to everything you do in the Vanglory community? Obviously, if people don't know, you do the podcast, Shadow of the Van. You do a lot of great YouTube videos. Uh, do you still do the beer, like the beer series, where you like drink uh, different types of beers when you play Vanglory? Um, yeah, I do those sometimes. You know, the audience of Vanglory is a little younger, so maybe <laughs> those don't get as much uh, views. But I like to mix up... Like, think the content on the channel so it's not just um, straight gameplay every video is exactly the same just with a different hero so 
doing stuff like that, blitz stuff. You know, we have onslaught here coming up. So I have to figure out something to do with those videos. If it's just kind of, you know, more quicker montage kind of stuff. Uh, not, not sure on that. I haven't, uh, jumped into the, the PBE or even played any of that onslaught yet. All right. Well, make sure everyone does go subscribe to uh, his podcast. He does a lot of great interviews with community members, famous ones, some other ones you maybe not have heard of, uh, like the one episode particularly uh, when Crude and I were on. You probably don't know about those people, but you can go back and listen to that episode. <laughs> but uh, do you have anything else you would like to talk about when it comes to Worlds or 5v5? Or uh, are we ready to wrap this great episode up? Yeah, I'm just uh, I'm just wondering if I'm going to be able to stay up to watch so we'll be watching the, the VODs later. <laughs> yeah, what is the exact time frame? This is something Crude and I still have never looked into to figure out. I'm trying to figure um, out if it's going to be something I have to stay up for or if I have to set an alarm early in the morning for it. Like, where, like where's the line being drawn? Do I stay up late or do I set an, go to bed and then set an alarm to get up early enough? I don't know how the difference of the time change. Yeah, I don't know if there's that exact start time yet. I haven't seen any of the exact start times, but... yeah. What when they were playing here in you know NA, they'd usually start around noon or right after mm-hmm. lunch for the most part. So you know you add what eight ten hours onto that. So yeah, you're looking at like two to four a.m. kind of start times for most of the NA people. <laughs> well, it's a good thing that my semester at college will be over, and I will be able just to stay up and watch it or <laughs> stay alive whenever it's on. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for coming on and talking a little esports with us. Um, if you would like, maybe yeah. drop your Twitter handle or anything else you would like to be able to people that can reach out to you. Uh, for sure. So you can follow me. It's at, at brad on Twitter, and then Shadow the Veins on Twitter at Shadow the Vein. Um, yeah, I talk on both of those about Vanglory and you know the game. So yeah, follow those up. All right, thank you so much for coming on again. Um, make sure you guys take a or look at his content, everything he's doing. He has a lot more stuff outside of Angler as well if you are interested in that. But uh, thanks again. We'll talk with you later. Take care. All right, we'll see you, Brad. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was brought to you by VGPro.gg. Uh, that is one of the best API statistical websites uh, Vangler has to offer. Whether you are a pro, a casual member, they host all your stats and statistics when it comes to your post-game history, all the matches you play, casual, ranked, blitz. It gives you breakdowns of your victories, your losses, help make you a better player. Of course, right now, the bracket challenge is going on. Make sure you sign up. Get a chance to win some great prizes if you pick enough of the correct teams. Maybe pick the winner. Uh, But that's all we have for this episode. Thanks again. Thanks for tuning in to Time for Rolling. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes or Google Play Music. And subscribe for weekly episodes. Follow us on Twitter at Time for Rolling and at TFR underscore esports. Until next week for another edition of Time for Rolling.